my brothers and sisters in Jesus Christ our Lord. A blessed feast, the holy protection to all of you. It's the feast of our eparchy, the holy protection of Mary Byzantine Catholic Church. We always call it eparchy of Phoenix for short. This feast is quite ancient. Most of you know this, some of you don't. But from the earliest times, the church has always called upon the mother of God. From the earliest times, she's always called upon her for her protection. The earliest known script we have of this is, takes, is written in about the year 250. It was found on a piece of papyrus. And it was a hymn to the mother of God, beneath your patronage, beneath your refuge, O Theotokos, we seek your protection. So from the earliest times, it was the mind of the church and the mother of God had a power given to her to protect all who besought her for her intercession. And then on this feast, this day we commemorate an event, or there's two, two sources two different stories, but the same reality, that took place in Constantinople. The one was, in the year 930, the city and the area was besieged by the Sarsens, and they were attacking. And all the people gathered in the church of Lanchonet, they're the church of the Mother of God, and they were doing praying an all-night vigil. And about 4.30 in the morning, a monk, St. Andrew the Fool, noticed that the Mother of God was up above the church holding her mantle over the people. And she told her, his disciple Epiphanius, do you see that, Epiphanius? And he says, yes. He says, she's praying for the whole world. And the story goes that the next morning, the siege ended, the Saracens left. The other story is that there was a great plague happening in the city. They had all gathered together. The same event occurred. Whichever story you want to accept, it doesn't matter. The reality is something happened in the area that caused it a tremendous fear to the people. And they came to the church to pray to the mother of God. And she showed her protection. This past week ended a series on the Vietnam War by Ken Burns. And as I shared with you in the past, that was very traumatic, the Vietnam War, for me, especially when I was 9, 10, 11, 12 years old. And when I was watching the, the shows, it brought back all these, these memories, these emotions. And I remember my mom reassuring me that it's going to be okay. My mother was a direct reflection of the mother of God. I gained confidence from her confidence. I gained reassurance from her. And the same is true with Our Lady. We gain confidence from her and reassurance from her of her protection for us when we call upon her. And we should be calling upon her now because of the, as I, I see the news and what's happening in the world, it's, it's got the same anxieties I remember when I was young. And so we need to call on her with greater fervor with all night vigils if necessary, to beseech her help. And throughout the ages, she's always appeared to people. 
You know, we know of Fatima, Bernadette, Juan Diego, countless others throughout history, monks and nuns and husbands and wives, privately. We probably even know somebody that's had an experience of that. And it's always interesting, and it's always this is the same. She's always telling us, like in the wedding feast of Cana, do whatever he tells you to do. Do whatever he tells you to do. Even when it seems impossible. We listen to our second or first gospel reading today, and we hear Jesus starting the gospel with the, with the golden rule, right? Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. A nice thing to start with. We start our children with that. But when you look at it, it tends to be self-serving. Gee, I don't want anyone to be mean to me, so I'm going to be nice and I get something positive in return. But Jesus will go on to say it's much deeper than that. He will say, love those who love you. But even sinners do that. They will love those who love them. Do good to those who do good. What credit is that to you? Even sinners do the same. Lend to those you expect something in return. What credit is that to you? Sinners do the same. Love your enemies. Do good. Lend. And love without expecting anything in return. Be merciful as your heavenly Father is merciful. Mercy is not about anything that's reciprocal, anything that comes back. It's all about giving everything to the other. We only have to look to our lady's son to see what that looks like. He gave his whole life and ended on the cross out of mercy for us. Mercy is about doing good, about loving, about lending without expecting anything in return. It's doing it for the sake of the good, for the sake of love. But it's hard to do it on our own. And that's where we have to beseech his mother to help us in this. She will give us the confidence we need to put away our pride, expecting something in return, our selfishness, putting that away, and doing it for the sheer sake of the good of the other. That's what she was all about in our life, doing good for the other. Without the mother of God, there would be no Christology, no Seratology, no eschatology, there would be nothing about the God-man and our salvation, there would be nothing about the life to come. We would have no participation in that because the word may flesh would not have happened if it wasn't for her. And he showed us by the, when he was on the cross who we are to turn to when he told John, Behold your mother. Behold your son. From the earliest times, again, the church has always saw that, saw, saw that as our giving the, giving the mother of God to us and we, our commitment to her. So despite the times we are in, 
we have full confidence in the mother of God. She will tell her son, they have no wine. In other words, she will intercede for us. And in her full confidence, she will say to each and every one of us, do whatever he tells you to do. Let us give thanks to our Lord for giving us his mother. That through her intercession, we are kept safe and we are strengthened for those times that await us that will challenge us to the point we think we cannot be stretched any farther. And she will be there. She was there for her son. She was there for the apostles. And she's been there for countless generations since. And she's here with us again this day as we celebrate this feast for her. Because wherever this divine liturgy is celebrated, she is fully present among us. And her mantle is overshadowing us. Beneath your refuge, we take refuge, O Theotokos. And we ask her to pray for us and to protect us always until the end of time.